Welcome back to Manifest Her. Today, we're super excited. We just finished our program that we've been on, the New Year's stuff, planning and everything. So this week, we did um, the money jar. So like kind of healing our relationship with money. So we talk a lot about that. And then just really how our week has been and all of that. If you have any blocks with money, anything that you've been working on, this really helped us a lot. I haven't been very good with money in my life. And I feel like this really changed like the energy around money, not just like how to save, how to budget, nothing like that. It's the energy, the frequency that you're feeling, the gratitude for the money you have, stuff like that. So it's really, really good. We're excited to get into it. It's going to be really juicy topics. So we're going to split this into part one and part two. So check out your part one. If you're like, oh, yes, I need to hear the rest, which you will. Then check out our part two later on. Yes. Yay. So exciting. Make sure you subscribe, share all the things. Follow us on social media. I'll put our thing. But hello. How are you? I am so good. It's been much better, much different week. Then last week, I was good Saturday, but the week hadn't been good. And so this week, it was like I was already starting out on that good energy. And it made the week so much better. I was able to create a lot more things. Yay! That's so exciting. (laughs) Me too. I had a good week. I like took care of myself this week. I went on Thursday. I cut seven inches off my hair. Whoa, it looks gorge, by the way. Thank you. It was Mm -hmm. below my butt. That's how long it had gotten. And I freaking chopped it. I mean, it shrinks up, you know, when you get it curly. But it so to me, it's so short. It's so short. But everyone else, like, I still have long hair. But I'm, like, having heart attacks. (laughs) It was good. And then on yesterday, I went to Breeze. Um, She got that new head spa. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you ever seen a Japanese head spa? Do you know what that is? No. So... You lay on this table and the head is like basically a big deep sink type thing, but it has a headrest. So you lay on it and it has like a waterfall water thing that like washes your hair. She like does a scalp treatment, like massage my head, massage my shoulders. She has packages like include facials. I didn't do a facial, but it was so relaxing and I've been working so hard. So just like taking that time to just like turn everything off. And not be on because yeah. I've been on electronics basically all day every day for so long. And so I'm just like, it was so peaceful. And then we went to lunch. I loved mm. having lunch with her. It was great. Mm. And then this morning, me and some of the ambassador girls went to brunch at a new place. Out here it was so good. It was so Where'd good. Where'd you go? Um, it's called Hash House or Hash. I think it's called Hash House. Hash something. And it's in West Jordan. Draper. Draper? Yeah. Okay. It oh, was right. so good. Getting your down in Draper. <laughs> yeah. When you come back, we for sure have to go there. It was so good. But um the I I don't know why I ever ordered drinks because sometimes I'll see a drink and I'm like, ooh, that sounds really good. So I'll get a drink mm-hmm. and every single time I regret it. I think I just need to be at the Aww. place where I'm like, I'm not drinking anymore. Cause Aww. it tasted really good, but I only drank a little and I felt like I started getting a headache. I just had to take some ibuprofen. I had heartburn. Mm. And I'm just like, and I felt a little bit tipsy for like a minute, but I'm just like, I don't really love that. I don't know. I just think I'm done drinking alcohol. Ooh, get it. Yeah. And I say that all the time though. And then I see a drink that looks really good like this one. It came, I I have to put a picture. It came, this is the reason I bought it. It had like a long, it was like this high, like this wide, like a thick Ziploc baggie basically. And they put, yeah. it's called a hash bag, I think, hash booze bag. And then they put the drink mm. inside of it. It's just so cute. I'll put the it picture so you can cute. see it, but it was very yeah. cute. And that's it what made me want it. Flavor, I, was like, like, I want the experience. It was so good. Yeah, it was fruity. That's why it was like okay. rum, blue, caraco or whatever that stuff's called. Some flavor that I've never about. heard of. Yeah. And something else. Lime. It was really good. Okay. But okay. yeah, but I did have um, a few days ago, I, my mind was kind of spiraling and I realized once I started thinking of like what's causing me to spiral and have all this anxiety and all of that, I realized that I have abandonment issues that are pretty bad. And I don't okay. think I ever address them because I started thinking about like, do, is that what it is? And I started thinking about who like has abandoned me in my life. And I feel like everyone has most people. Mm-hmm. There are very yeah. few of my friends haven't. And mm-hmm. my 
parents like there's certain things like i grew up with my dad living out of state until i was like 12 i always saw him like once or twice a year just like little things that like when they build up they cause abandonment issues so i'm like i yeah. latch on to people and i'm like mm -hmm. so scared to lose them and so if i haven't heard from them i kind of panic and i like you mm -hmm. know it just makes my mind spin yeah so i set up an appointment to start going to therapy again i haven't okay. gone for a long time and i snapchat was my trigger because mm. I have had so many issues with Snapchat in the past with people that I've dated and it just, I just started using it a little bit more. And then I was, that's what started. And I was just like, I can't do this. So I deleted Snapchat yeah. completely already. Okay. It's only been a couple of days. I feel way better. All of that anxiety okay. stuff, it feels way better. I'm like okay. just super proud of myself for recognizing like something is wrong. How I'm thinking and behaving right now is not normal. I need yes. to fix this, especially when like, yeah. The people around me are working so hard on fixing themselves and it's just interesting to because a week ago i felt totally healed i was like there's mm -hmm. not anything that i need to work on i felt really good other than like always improving you know but not anything i need to address right right and yeah. now i feel like there's something pretty big that i need to address so i think that explains a lot of why how i've been in my relationships and stuff so i think it'll be good i'm excited to talk to a therapist mm -hmm. so that was kind of a big like blow to my proud gut but you. i feel good now thank you proud 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 well that's big you know to come to that realization and it's big that you not only came to that realization but you did it quickly and then you did something mm -hmm. about it like all of those should make you feel really good you know yeah. and recognize you know i do feel really old good. me i know old you would not have handled those things the same, mm -hmm. you know, definitely if it was old me, I would have stayed in something like that, got worse, yeah. worse, you know, downward spiral kind of thing. And so the fact that you're like, this isn't feeling right. Mm -hmm. Let me spend some introspection, get to the bottom of it. And then, aha, I think I'm on to something, you know, abandonment. Mm -hmm. What am I actually going to do about it now? Right. Because you yeah. could have just realized it and been like, all right, well, you know, and especially kind of just thinking of, I just watched day eight, you know, this morning or day nine this morning in the workshop and how she's like, we amplify the bad feelings, mm -hmm. right? You could have amplified and stayed in and texted me and called me, you know, what's bad, right? And really yeah. got into that like heaviness of how good you did not feel and mm -hmm. you did the opposite, yeah. you know? Thank you. So, I feel like yeah. in the past, I would have been like, I've come so far and now I'm so much further back and like so upset. But like, because I've come so far, I can recognize that that's my issue because there's so much like healing that happens when you're single. And like when people say, stay single, heal yourself, get better. Like, yeah, I healed everything ab around me being single. But when you yeah. are dating or talking to someone or any of that, and you start having those like jealousy issues and like anxiety of like, do they really like me? Do they not like, all of those types of things, you can't mm -hmm. heal that and experience that when you're focusing on yourself and being single. So yes. it's just something that like, I have to pay attention to those things because when I am in a relationship, I want to be the most healed version of myself for myself and for them. And so little things like when I notice those things, I've got to try to fix them because I don't want to bring that into a relationship in my future. Love. So. That's what really it was good. about for me when I was in that stage. It's like, you know what? I think in my introspection, when I was single, I had to really stop to myself. And for me, it's like, I keep attracting the same type of man, right? I'm divorced, right? Getting kind of into that topic. Uh, I've had a serious relationship outside of that. That didn't work out. I'm attracting like these crazy, like I was getting some toxic men that would mm -hmm. do like crazy stuff i remember literally thinking at one point like my life feels like dateline and i could end up on an episode of dateline i remember know? thinking that about you I, yes. it was terrifying like, we'll definitely talk really about that in our dating episode we'll for sure talk about that but yeah anyway. oh my god <laughs> so it's just like realizing that you know and getting into that and that healing i had to say what is it about me mm -hmm. you know and that's one of the things that kind of led me personally to a divorce was I needed something inside that I was not finding within my marriage when mm -hmm. I was married. 
you know, that's a big decision. My kids were young, you know, my husband at that time was my whole life. I had to literally like create a life outside of him. And so it was hard to do. And I didn't want to be that kind of person that's like regretting. Oh, did I give it all I had? Like after the fact. So I really did wait and gave it all I had, you know, and when I finally pull that trigger, so to speak, it was like, you have to heal you. There's just a lot of things that he can't do for you. And it's not the right setup, right? For you to do in this situation, you need to just kind of have that. What was that song by Fergie? It used to be my John. She was like, ah, it'll come to me. It was a song by Fergie about Put on my big girl panties. Ah, I got to look at it or Google it or something. Let's look it up. That was my song, but she was just like basically singing to herself or writing a letter to herself. Like it's time, right? It's time to let go and move on. Something about put on your big girl, be a big girl now. What? Big girls don't cry. Is it that one? Yes. Big girls don't cry. Okay, let me play it. I have it right here. I was waiting for that part. Big girl's oh, that took me back. Yeah, oh. I'm going to for sure play that when we're done. I'm going to send a message to it. And be That's what really That's helped me to heal and know, like, there's things I have to do internally, you know? That makes mm-hmm. me well up and kind of teary-eyed just rehearing it. I haven't heard that in a long time, but that was my go-to. And it's like, you can do this, right? And I did do a lot of crying, but there's times you got to girl up and just do the thing. And it's one of the best things I did. I'm so different than I was. And if I had not given myself that chance, I might not even have lived. I might've kept trying to kill myself, succeeded, right? One of those things. And it's like, look who not only I've got to create so far, but who I'm getting to create in the future. Mm -hmm. And then you get to attract that in and a partner. You know, when you're thinking about that from being, and just kind of a single perspective when you are ready and you're like, I've done some work and I'm feeling open and ready, you know, to receive love in my life. Then you get to attract those things that you want and not the things that you don't want. All the decoy men, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I fell for a lot of decoys thinking they was it. <laughs> you yeah. know? And they're not. <laughs> yeah, it feels better to be in a better place. And I'm glad that I had like, that I at least had a little bit of time of talking to someone and recognize that in myself so that like now that I'm because I'm still single, I still have time to work on it. I have time to go to therapy, figure it all out. So that's good. It's funny you say that about that song, because I had a song after my divorce that like, made me stronger and feel better about everything. It was Rainbow by Kesha. And it talks about how like the world is like black and white and dark and like sad and that's how you are living. And then you finally like Mm. break free and you start to see that there's like colors and like everything comes together. I'll send it to you so you listen to it later. But because I just realized I don't think we can play that and post it on YouTube. So I'm gonna have to cut it out and I'll just put the name of it so people can find Mm. it. But yeah, so Rainbow by Kesha. I'll send it to you so you can listen. But that was my song I actually wanted a tattoo of it but now I'm glad that I didn't because a lot of that was overcoming my marriage and I just don't care about that anymore it's still a good song it means a lot to me but yeah not something I don't want to have a tattoo and be reminded of that so yeah so how was your week you said you were able to create and stuff what did you get done Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, my weight, because you know, I've been trying to fast and lose weight and all the things. And for me, it was important. I said on one of the episodes when I first said I was going to be fasting to be under 200 and I reached under 200. Yay. So I'm, like, and I'm glad my you can feel that confidence. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever waist trained, but <laughs> I still have yours that you gave me that was like a tiny bit smaller. And you said that you thought the one you had was a little bit too big. So we should switch and we never did. Uh-huh. So I haven't done it before. Oh, we but... did? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> actually, I don't know. This is a new one. I had the girl, them ones I used to have were like, cause they come in sizes and they were like mm-hmm. a medium. I could not fit. I think <laughs> I had ordered myself like a medium when I first Last year, I thought I was going to get healthy and do the things. That thing was not even going. 
so I ordered a large like I kept ordering them and it was kind of like disappointing me and then the large wouldn't get on so this is like an XL you know Mm -hmm. remember I said I got up to like 215 and my stomach was one of the things that I used to have a six pack and I'm like oh my god I can like rest my hands on my stomach (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this like, yeah. I, my hands. <laughs> I think that's it's so frustrating to have stuff that's too small and that's why it was a big deal for me I used to buy stuff smaller and be like I'll fit into it eventually it was a big deal to me to start buying things that fit me rather than trying to fit myself into things yes. so even though like it might suck in your mind to buy an extra large like you feel more confident and better because you put it on and you feel good instead of it being like yeah. it doesn't fit I'm too fat like it changes your mentality right. so much exactly and it worked it's been working my waist is super shrinking so they come in like three rows and when i first started wearing this in an xl i could not even put it on myself on the widest row and i'm like jensen help me so he'd help me every time and then as i'm waist training he's like it's getting easier babe and he'd pump me up he's like it's easier to get on get on next thing you know like i'm on the second row which i'm really proud of yeah. And I can start to put it on myself. I'm getting it. And he's like, you still need help? I'm like, yeah, because I'm spoiled. Yeah, I want help. But I don't really, like, I can do it. And I remember with this exact trainer, I could not even fucking get it around my midsection and do it. Like, I needed mm-hmm. help for that. So I feel yeah. so proud, that's you know, because awesome. that's one of the things I created. It's part of my 111. I really wanted to lose the weight. I didn't create that last year. I couldn't get into the zone, you know, and this year I'm just like rocking it out. I've been sticking to the working out and things. So just creating a lot for my health. Yeah. You know, I sat down and did the planning, the calendar up to six months, which was actually kind of challenging for me, Mm -hmm. but I conquered it and I got through and I'm feeling better about it and what I can create, you know, and staying in that energy. So that was a big thing for me was just like, it took days. I had to keep working on this thing. It took me a while. And I would give it all these hours. I'm like, I've been at this thing for like three hours to plan out six months Mm -hmm. when I don't even have. And I think that's what the challenge was, is I don't have as an entrepreneur in the stage that I am figuring out exactly what direction I want to go. There is nothing big for me to Mm -hmm. plan, right? To do it the way that she was saying to do it. I think that- the big things for you right now, like you've got to build a community. So like, and that's a huge mm. thing. So if you put that, yeah. like by six months, you want to at least have something in that. And then everything mm-hmm. you have to do to get to building a community, like you have mm-hmm. to figure out like your niche to post. You have to figure out what kind of post you want to do. You have to figure out who you're going to be talking to when you're posting things. You have to like all of those things. That's like right there, a bunch of steps that you have to do. And there's more to it than just that. And so if you mm-hmm. break that down into all the little steps, that's a really big thing um it is I like researching for um retreats and stuff like Mm -hmm. look up other people's retreats how much are they charging what do they include like all of those types of things and so you just put those little steps I think that in your mind it's like it has to be some big like you're planning a retreat or something like that but there's so many steps to get to before getting to there that you've got to do so I was, it was a little bit overwhelming for me. And I realized that in the six month planning stage, it doesn't have to be everything. It's just those big things. And then Mm -hmm. because at the end of every month is when you like update it and stuff. So I was trying to put in all the little things like the days I want to do my workouts, the days I want to see friends, all of that. And I'm like, I can do that monthly. The six Mm -hmm. month thing is only so my big goals that I want to hit in six months, I can get to that. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the month, I still celebrate my month, look back at what I did plan the next month, all the little things. And then it's not so much in one sitting because I was having a hard time too. It was a lot. So I finally, I got January and February planned and then the big things through July or June, whatever I did it to. And then every month I'll still keep doing it. Nice. Yeah, I did all of it. It's fully planned, but it's like, and I had to customize my post-its because I had large post-its yeah, and that was too. super time consuming, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, and then they were like too big. And then I had to like tape the pieces that didn't have the sticky part because it was on the mm-hmm. bottom of the post-it. So it was challenging for me in those areas, yeah. you know? Um, And yeah, I'm kind of what you said. I'm like, I don't really know what to plan where. She did explain the difference between like, 
kind of organizing versus planning. But the thing for me, which I think was one of the biggest challenges is I don't, I don't have to do anything. And that's right. What has been my block because I wake up Mm -hmm. at any time I want. I go to bed at any time I want. I eat when I want. I do what I want. There's literally no schedule. I have an income. Like I could live my life like this, right? Mm-hmm. And not do anything. And that's what was the issue since, you know, I left my job. It's like, okay, there's nothing. How do I plan and create, right? For me to post because I don't have energy to do things like posting all the time. So it's like, yeah, there's things mm-hmm. I want to do. And I was kind of trying to grasp her like that. And like I said, I feel like I got it for a way that works for me. But it's like when you don't have to do anything, it's hard to make yourself do something. Right? Right. And so you have to get into that. What's going to motivate me? What do I want to create? How would I possibly, if this is the one thing, what are the habits, you know, and how can I just start to kind of structure my days so that when I'm looking, because a lot of what she said really resonated, like the tangibleness and the seeing it. And I get that so much more because I can have things on my phone all day, a phone calendar, mm-hmm. and it literally goes over my head. It does nothing for me. I don't even know why I set those, to be yeah. honest, because for me, they don't work at all. Physical I stuff helps even, me more too. You know, look at my digital, but the tangible, when I've got my desk calendar and I got a big dry erase calendar in my office. And so for me, every day when I wake up, I can say and look at that calendar, which is what I started leaning into, what would I like to create today? What context, what things, what does that kind of look like, right? What are going to be my business days so that I can sit down and super focus on my business? These are the things I would like to do with my business, grow followers, i.e., well, I need to have that within a content, like it needs to be Mm -hmm. in a structure for me, if that makes sense, because it doesn't work me just being like, oh yeah, I want to do, and I'm keeping it. That's what I've been doing. And like, it's all up here. I want to do all the things and that's great. And I got all these lessons and classes and certifications and things I want to do, but they're all up here. And then my day just slips by Mm -hmm. because I don't have to do. And I'm like, I'm that kind of person. It's really easy for me to be in my own world. You know, people that date me think it's funny. They're like, you really could be in your own world. I'm like, yeah, life of an introvert. That's yeah. (laughs) I entertain me. I do me, you know. And Mm -hmm. so when there's really nothing pressing that makes you have to do it, then how do you get yourself to do it with a structure? with a plan to really enforce does that make sense how i'm saying that Mm -hmm. it does you have to find a way to make it something you enjoy because i spent Mm -hmm. my weekends editing and at first it was very hard but now it's not as hard and i really love doing it it gives me something to like keep my mind doing something and not sitting here feeling lonely and so i found like Mm -hmm. a joy in it and now it's easy Mm -hmm. for me but you have to like when you first start doing it i think it's always hard and you just have to like push it. You don't want to do it. You want to relax. A big thing for me that helped is thinking about the fact that like, yes, I want to sit and relax, but when I'm relaxing, I have in my mind all these things that I want to do. So am I really relaxing or am I spending my energy thinking about all of those things? Whereas if I just get my butt up and do them and then I relax, then I'm actually relaxing and I feel good and I've done the things and then I get to actually enjoy the rest of my day. So that yeah. made a big difference for me. But also you just have to figure out like, like with posting, it's hard for you and you have to find if you're creating something you love and you enjoy doing and then posting, it feels Mm -hmm. exciting for you. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that Melanie's Impact Academy training, the um, social media training that she has, I think Mm -hmm. that will really help you because it's a different way of looking at social media and not feeling like so pressured. It's more like aligning with it. I think that'll help you. You just have to figure out it has to be what you enjoy because that's why I stopped. Yeah. I didn't enjoy sitting and talking to it. So that's why now I'm hoping that I'm going to do like that self, my self-love book again. And then that just gives me something to do that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm hoping it'll feel more aligned because when I just talk, I feel so awkward and weird and yeah, it's hard, but you just have to figure out what you enjoy about it and then you'll find it. But to find what you enjoy about it, you have to force yourself when it's hard in the beginning and then it gets easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really motivated right now. I've got that working for me. 
the movement, which I've heard from like motivational speakers, when you can't find the motivation or the energy, like move, exercise. That's part of why I started doing that too. Like movement creates motivation is one of the things that one of them said. And that Mm -hmm. really resonated with me because I don't, like I said, it's just, it's easy for me to really shrink and not do in my current situation again, because I don't have to. The house is little, like there's days I don't even leave the house if I'm not yeah. intentionally creating it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's learning that and navigating that and trying to get it into this calendar. Like this is new. I've never reverse engineered my life or my year. So it's a really awkward thing to take on. And I think, again, especially kind of just from this perspective where I'm in this house, it's easy, right? Either I'm in the bedroom, this house in New Orleans is smaller. It's a shotgun you know, on the one Mm -hmm. side. And so it's like, either I'm in the bedroom or in the living room. And that's mostly it, or like the kitchen, because the back room is where Jensen works, you know, so if he's working, I can't be back here, or whatever, or the bathroom. Like, it's a straight house, Mm -hmm. like, there's nowhere to even turn, really. So it's easy just for me to wake up and just kind of not do, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, let me do the dishes. Oh, do, do, do. Let me pick up. Oh, let me sit down and want. Oh, now I'm hungry. Let me eat. Uh, what you want to eat, babe? We need to plan dinner. Oh, I need to go to the grocery store. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, you want to go buy cigarettes? Okay, I'll go with you. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, now I got to plan dinner. Let me go ahead and cook it. What time you want to eat? Right. And so mm-hmm. my days just go by in like the everydayness. Yeah. I think for like sure you need to put a schedule like as if it's your job. Yeah. And make it so like during that time you don't do anything like you're working right. is like you have a boss but you're your own boss because yeah. yeah I would do the same thing I if I could just sit around and like enjoy my days and it, right. I would love that I would love it <laughs> but exactly then it's, it feels frustrating <laughs> because you're not just you're not getting stuff done that you want to do and that's frustrating so yeah I just think we'll I've spent there. enough time in it you know yeah. I gave myself several months to do that and now I'm ready especially again at the beginning of the year I don't want to create the same thing Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to end the year feeling like okay it's a new year now I'm finally ready to start like imagine where you could be by the end of the year and then going into the new year actually knowing your focus of your business and what you've already put in and having real goals and like you want to feel that so to feel that by the end of the year it takes putting an effort now putting in effort now. So that's what I was kind of, and like I said, it was a little bit like pain point ish, but not negative where I got discouraged Mm -hmm. or anything just to the point where I had to like, that's enough working on that today. I'm not really sure. I can't ask Melanie. I'm not live anymore and things. So let me just try to lean into it and see how it's going to work for me and make sense. Right. Given everything I just said, and then you think about me trying to like calendar that and get into that because I can't do a big plan mm-hmm. right and plan back from there when I don't have every day yeah you know especially if it's like grow followers because I wanted to do like okay that's my big and I want to get to like a thousand and what do I have to do like you said but then it's like okay so that breaks down to only so many steps which is like maybe once a week you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so it's like okay what am I doing with the rest of my time but the and my thing energy? is that isn't just once a week, like brainstorming stuff, figuring it out is maybe once a week, but actually building an audience, the algorithm, you have to post every day. The algorithm is never going to push you out if you're not. And so building the content to post every day, like that's a lot. It's a lot of work and that'll fill up your days. Mm -hmm. If you actually put in the effort and try to make them good in the way you want them to be in a way you'll be proud to post and excited to post, that Mm -hmm. takes a lot. That one thing alone can be a huge thing for you so it's a lot you know but that's what I mean is just like nothing in my life made sense that I could plan it and paper it the way she wanted us to do it it's kind of just what I'm getting at so it was like yeah really hard because I found myself trying to plan the everyday things right Mm -hmm. if I want to do this I want to do this I want to do that and then you have a thousand post-its, right? And things like yeah. that. So it was a little, it was weird. I did what worked for me. I think it's going to mm-hmm. get easier as a first Definitely. time ever doing that in my life and ever hearing this concept. And again, being in my situation, 
where there is no particular big thing that needs planning that has steps. It's more of a getting myself into this and building the momentum mm-hmm. and building that compound effect and building that in a way that feels good, you know, yeah. is what I'm trying to get to. So I yeah. feel like I'm, I feel like I'm starting to do that. Just even writing anything on the calendar in the way that I have it starts to give me that structure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And by the I'm time like, we get okay. to six months and you redo it, it's going to be a whole yeah. different experience. I think so. it will be, you know, let alone next year or in the future, all the different years. Yeah. But, you know, that it was fun. I got it done. Like I said, I just feel good having that getting towards something of structuring my day. Uh, what else? I met a lot of cool. There was this really cool, like one of the things I love about New Orleans is you just meet cool people all the time. So we were sitting outside smoking this morning and this guy came down the street and just started talking to us. Random guy, never met him. And he stood there for like 20 minutes, maybe longer, just talking. I didn't saw pictures of his grandbabies and all the things. He told us where he lived down the street. And, you know, it was just like a really good, really good time. And it's things like that that just fill my cup. Yeah, You know, that makes me feel like I'm radiating and creating the frequencies and getting to a higher level, right, where I want to be. Uh, what else That's so I funny. I, we're, I'm so different in that way. If I was sitting on my porch and someone came and talked to me, it would ruin my week. If I was sitting out there intentionally <laughs> ready to, like, relax and have some time to myself and someone came and talked to me, I would just sit and glare at them. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Do I need to call the police? Like, uh, like you're, um, you're from Porsche, your house in Utah. I'm so obsessed with it because it's far back and it's like enclosed a little bit. I love that Porsche. That's my dream. But like, yeah, sitting out there. So I love that you're like, it's so cool that you meet people. And I'd like, that would ruin my entire day. (laughs) Sometimes you're not in the mood. I will say, Mm -hmm. especially as a natural introvert, which no one believes. Right. Yeah. But I guess that's why people don't think I'm an introvert because I can just easily talk like he just stopped yeah. and it was fun and we just gone on, you know, kind of thing. But you do have to be, it's not every time. Sometimes I'll go to the back and smoke because mm-hmm. you don't feel like it. You're like, yeah, mm, I never feel like it. Time, you know? I don't think I've ever had a stranger <laughs> come up and talk to me and been really happy about that. Maybe if I'm like, not even if I'm out, I don't know. I'm sure there's been, there's some circumstances where I would enjoy that. But normally I need to be prepared for a conversation. I need to know what's about to happen. I'm so weird. Prepared. But, yeah. I, I've been focusing. I really want to start working out again. I'm not feeling very happy with myself. I don't feel healthy is my thing. I Like I'm noticing my stomach. I'm having to take Tums more often. And I think that's because mm. of gaining weight. And so I just have a really hard time finding time in my days to work out. So Instead of to yeah. keep telling myself I'm going to go to the dance classes and stuff, I mm-hmm. um, signed up for Brooke's membership for the Riot Dance Fitness membership so I can dance from okay. home. And oh. I'm going to try to lift Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays at the gym, just like on my lunch breaks and stuff. But I'm always, okay. I think every day I'm going to dance except for Sundays and at least like have some movement so I don't have to be upset with myself if I don't lift. But I think lifting is important. It helps your muscles and helps you yeah. for more calories overall and stuff. So I really want to do that. But yeah, I signed up for that. I haven't done it yet. I think I'm going to do it today for the first time. And then oh. I'm hoping I'll like it. She has like hundred, probably a couple hundred videos of dances and you just like select the ones you want to do. And okay. in the order you want to do it, it has like warm up, cool down, self love, like all of these things that like you just choose the ones you want. So oh. I think it'll be really good because I love her classes. There's always like a favorite that we have, you know, and so I love that I can just always do the ones that I want to do and hopefully that'll help me. And then I can just, go, when I have a time when I can go in, I can go in and feel the energy, but at least I'm still doing it. And I love that. And it makes me feel more confident. So I'm hoping that yeah. confidence and stuff comes through, through the TV. <laughs> I'm hoping it does the yeah. same thing, but We'll see. Next week, I'll let you know how it's going. I think it will. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It gives me something. So, Yay. You have to tell me how you like it and what classes you tried out. Yeah. That's what I'm just, I feel so much better. Like, I just feel 
better. I think getting all those toxins out of my body is the biggest key, but combine that with movement too. I've got so much more energy and I think that's just really helping me. You know, like the guy said, movement creates motivation. It's helping me in the other areas of my life to do because I have, and that's one of the things I used to not have energy ever, girl. I used to be so, yeah, I would tell them, like, right it now. feels like my body's made of like lead, you know, and like, I'm just heavy yeah. feeling and like slow sluggish and i'm like oh i can't how can you get yourself to do something when you feel like that you know yeah and so it makes a big difference that and i'm like babe and that's when i was eating more but i was eating junk you know and eating crappy mm -hmm. and not moving i said now i'm eating less i'm still fasting but intermittent i'll eat every few days and i'll just do once a meal and so it's really just been giving me a lot of the clarity and a lot of the, like my skin looks better, the energy, the pep, all the things and not, you know, I believe in it. As long yeah. as I stick to it, I'm going to have that compound effect in all areas of my life, you know, which was really resonating um, in day nine, what Melanie said, because she's like, just like, don't give up kind of thing. Just do the things, create, create the energy, the gratitude. That's the point, right? Yeah. With the money in the jars. And it's like, oh, yeah, create it and try to course. hold it. Oh yeah, create yeah. it and try to hold it as long as you can. So you wanna yeah. talk about the exercise we did, what I'm yeah. talking about? I loved it so much. So it's like to heal our relationship with money and what you do, so you get six jars. These are the jars, I'll show you. So I have six of them and you label them each different things. And then you take, like when you get paid, you go to the bank, take all of your money out of the bank and then divide it by percentages, which I'll tell you in just a minute. And then anything that's like, so there's one jar that's for life, which is like everything, like your rent, your food, all of that. So then that's the one you're going to spend. So then you go back to the bank and it deposit that money back so you can pay bills and stuff. But just the feeling of like having the thousands of dollars in front of you, however much you have, um, and then dividing it out and seeing the money. And like, for me, I'm just not very good at managing my money. I've never was really taught to save. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've never been a saver. I've never had a savings. I'm just now starting to figure that out for my life. It's been really mm -hmm. hard for me. So yeah. for me having like, okay, so I'll go through the jars because it explains more of how helpful it is. So I have, this is my life jar that is is life. I just explained that one. I deposited most of the money, but then I know that my next check I have to pay rent. So I need more of my check. So I mm -hmm. saved a few hundred of it to put in here. So that's why I still have money in my life one. So the life one mm -hmm. is 55% of your check. And a lot of people like you can't live off of 55% of your check. Um, so she just said, do this with as much as you can, because you just want to feel the gratitude, right? You want to like have it. So this is 55%. And then there's this memories one, which is like, if you're going to lunch with friends, if you're going to have a massage, things that like make memories, not like something you'll take for granted. Um, mm -hmm. That mine's almost empty because yesterday I went to the head spa and today I went to brunch with my friends. So I use my memories money. <laughs> and I love about this is that she says you have to spend it every three months. Like you can't let it build up more than that. So it's forcing you to spend money on memories and doing stuff rather than like, because some people have a hard time spending money, just like people have a hard time saving it. So mm -hmm. love that. This one is the freedom jar. So the freedom one is like your life savings, like financial freedom, basically, is the goal. So you don't spend that one. This one is milestones, which is like I, my daughter's gonna be 16 next year. So I have to buy myself a new car to give her mine. So the milestones is going to be for my new car. And it could be like a vacation, like something that you have to like really save for and not just like the memories one is just more like going out doing things every once in a while. This one's a big thing. And then and all of these other than the first one, 55% is 10%, except for the last one, which I'll tell you. Oh, that's all of them. Then the last one is 5% and it's give. So you save 5% just to give to people, which I love doing that. I love having that so that I can make sure that I'm giving as well. So for me, so I did this a few days ago. I know you haven't done yours yet, but like it's every time you do it. So I got a ton of like big and small bills. And so I had like a lot of fives and ones and stuff so that I would have more bills to put into each one. 
and each mm-hmm. one that you each bill you put in you say like thank you for so like the um let me think one to use an example like the oh this is the jar i forgot the, this jar is growth it's also 10 percent, so it's going towards your growth so as you put in each bill you say like what you're going to use it for like thank you for my girl's night out thank you for my car thank you for like all the things that this money is going to pay for and i just love like if you're being grateful for your money because when it's in a bank i transfer money around pay my bills it's gone in a second and then i always feel broke because it's just gone so fast but this like I've noticed that having it sit out on my dresser, like I feel broke right now because I don't have money that I really want to spend. I have some that I use for things, but I look over and I see like my jars are full of money. So even though I have that broke feeling, I like it constantly is reminding me, no, you're not like, and it makes me so grateful. She also says while you do it to like play a song that makes you feel that like vibe of having money and like whatever is possible. Did you pick a song yet? Um, I'm thinking of that. What's that one by Iniko? Hold on, I'll pull it up right now. I have a manifest list full of songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, which one off of that am I gonna use? And it's probably that Morgan sent me this. I think she sent it to you too. Oh yeah, she did. That was a good song. Let me see if I can. She's like, when I move, it's an earthquake room. But you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. I thought I did until you said that because that didn't sound familiar. While you're looking for it, I'll tell you mine. Jericho. It's called Jericho. <laughs> oh, it's called Jericho. Okay, I'll put the name of it up in the singer so that people can listen to it. Um, the one that I use is Woman by Kesha. It's like, I pay my own bills, I buy my own things. Or I think that was the opposite way. It's, I'm a motherfucking woman. That one. And it's okay. all about being able to afford everything on your own. So I feel like that's a good one for me because I do everything Ooh, on yeah. my own. <laughs> so, Independent. Yeah. yeah. So I was like singing it and feeling the vibe. It really, I love it. It's made me, and I, when you find that like relationship with money where you're more grateful and celebrating things and all of that, you attract more money. So that's why I said it was like a big thing for me that I felt like would change everything because I don't have that relationship with money. I don't have a way mm-hmm. of attracting money because I'm not feeling the gratitude for it i'm just i mean i feel grateful because i have everything i need but that's mm-hmm. basically it not like for every bill you put in you're finding something and it was hard because i got so many small bills i was sitting there like trying to figure out like what else am i gonna be thankful for what else can this money buy <laughs> so i just kept like trying to think and i think it'll get easier but i'm excited i'm gonna do it with my kids next time so that i can have like each of us take turns saying things and being grateful for it so i can start teaching them to be grateful for money too I love that. I definitely would have done that with my kids when they were younger. Might have to show them even though they're adults. Maybe it's not too late, but I just think the kid vibe and the kid energy. And I used to get my kids $2 bills from the bank and they would get so excited, you know, anytime they got allowance or tooth fairy, because it was a $2 bill. And I was just imagining like, oh, I would have done that with some $2 bills. Mm -hmm. They would have really been getting them frequencies. Like kids know how to tap in. they do that That reminds me actually Mm -hmm. um sorry i cut you off it was delayed we're still talking okay so (laughs) i was watching something and it was talking about that frequency of like kids of how good they are to so when she was trying to explain manifesting to people and she explained like if you think about a kid a kid that's like getting ready for christmas and they're like I really want this so much and how excited they are. And as a parent, you're like, I want to give them this because I know how happy they'll be and how grateful they'll be. And that little kid joy of like, I know it's coming because Santa's going to bring it. And they really believe they're going to get it. And you do everything kind of make it happen. Versus the kid who's like, doesn't appreciate things. And they're kind of a brat. And they're like, you give it to them and they look at it and they're like, oh, cool. And they throw it over their shoulder. They don't really care. Like that type of thing. So she compared it to the universe. Like the universe is the parent of like deciding who's going to get what. And the people who have like the little kid energy of like, it's coming, it's coming. I'm so excited. They're like, yeah, let's give it to you. But the kid who's going to get it and be like, oh, cool. What's next? You don't want to give it to them. So I thought that was a really cool comparison to think about the universe that way, because I want to have that kid energy so that the universe gives me all the things. Yes, I like that. That was really dope. It kind of reminds me of, when I go to these parades, because I love getting all the free things. It's just like mm-hmm. my jam, you know? Yeah. And so I'm always up front and I'm always getting the things. But 
sometimes like this last parade that I went to Chewbacca's first I was standing there and people it was somebody right here kept getting them behind me and somebody right in front of me I'm like I'm not getting anything you know I'm like you know what it's my energy I just had to be more you know energetic and then I was getting all the things like yeah 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 I think I was frustrating the people behind me at that point because I just super tapped in like Mm -hmm. yeah and it was like attracting all the people to me like we want to give you things they just saw it or felt it just to really prove the point of energetics yes you know and how really real that is kind of to paint the opposite picture I was at the grocery store the other day walking in well, I went in and then I came back out to get Jensen and he wasn't there. And so I was like getting a cart. And as I was doing that, I guess this man in the parking lot almost ran over another man and he hopped up off his, I guess he felt, I didn't see it happen, but he, one guy was on a bike and got knocked down or something. And he got up. The part I saw was him running to the dude's car and opening his door. Oh my God. I guess the dude did not, this is a lesson. That's why I locked my door. Second I get in that car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> oh the my second, God, realize, I, you, I think it was with you. I know it was with Felicia, but I think you were there. Um, <laughs> when we went downtown and we were like leaving something Con- oh it was after the janet jackson concert and we were getting mm-hmm. in the car and i started driving away there was a guy that was like talking to you and he came up and tried <laughs> to open my door and you were just standing there and came up and talking to him and mine were locked and he was just like open the door and i looked at him and i was like no <laughs> and you're just standing out of your car talking to him and i was like she's gonna get killed <laughs> And I would not open my door. Like, I would have only unlocked it if he was going to hurt you. That's the only way. If I'm coming out to fight, then fine. But I am not opening this door. And in my mind, I could not believe. I was like, how is she standing there talking to this scary man? That just I forgot about that. Sorry to interrupt your story. That brought me a memory. No, that was worth it. But just the energy of it. Like, I could feel this anger. Like, I started feeling it inside of me not angry, but like the vibrations, like my heart started racing. Like I was in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're yelling and all this and threatening. And you could just feel it as they're like yelling at each other. Like it's just waving through the air and hitting me. I'm like, oh my God, I need to get out of here. Why am I even watching this? Because (laughs) I can feel it so strong now. You know what I mean? Like energies are real. It is, you know? Yeah, and that's why I love the jars. It's the energy of it. It's not like splitting my money up by percentages is going to make a huge difference. But also, it makes me feel less guilt about spending it. Like when I was doing the head spa thing and I went to lunch yesterday and brunch today, like that's a lot of money all in two days. Yeah. But it came from my memories jar and not my life jar. So I didn't have to feel like, oh, this could have been my phone bill. Oh, this could, you know, right. like it was right. just like, this is made for this. And so I was like excited to spend it and use my money. I really think it's going to make a big difference energetically for me. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I do too. Now for me, the block with money was kind of just tracing it back. Like I've always had a strong block and I can't figure out until now, right? I'm learning and this exercise is going to really break those things for me. But it's like, why? For a long time, I didn't even hear that you know, phrase relationship with money that was foreign. I didn't even have Mm -hmm. that or think that way. Right. And then once I did hear it and I wanted to hear more about it and started picking at that, what does that mean? My relationship with money and what I'm creating. Right. And I just think that's how kind of like Melanie, like we didn't grow up super rich or nothing. Like we were on welfare. We had food stamps when I was a kid. Like So it was always that thing where money, you know, it was just like this weird thing around it. And my mom would do like some weird things. Love you, mom. Rest in peace. But my mom would do some weird kind of things to get money that I'd be like, I don't know about that ethically. (laughs) You know, I'd question it. (laughs) But who am I to say I'm just a child? (laughs) Yeah. So it was like always this weird thing, right? Because she didn't have enough. And now like her morals and stuff are coming into play to get it. And it's like always this thing since I was young, since I was a teen, like one of the things I'll say that she used to do that questioned, made me question like the ethics was like, 
use her children's like my social and my name to get like her lights on something like that right because her credit maybe mm-hmm. was too bad or account was ran up so she's like i'll just use my kids yeah <laughs> and so like my credit was getting messed up out the gate because i had my mom my siblings like you know doing this and so it was creating this really weird relationship with money and blocks for me where i just and the older i got it was like anxiety and i would just think about money and it's like anxiety or fear or upset or stress like my stomach i used to worry myself over money and bills till i was sick like oh my god i don't have enough to pay how am i gonna do the thing i like you know what i mean and it was just not i did not create i didn't have i wasn't shown you know i was conditioned and i carried that on to have really just this long life of not a good relationship with money where i was living check to check or melanie said like 102 percent. yeah i'm living beyond my means you know and things like that Mm -hmm. and so i remember when i first started dating jensen not dating but i guess living with him when we had to share bills and get into that mm-hmm. and that was hairy and weird and it was one of his things that we had to even talk about before we moved in together because he's like he's good with money and has a different relationship and different frequency me i was like mm, and it would come to bill time and he'd be like scared like oh, i don't want to talk about this like he's stressed to sit down and talk to me about the things because he don't know how i'm gonna react that's just like three years ago, mm-hmm. you know? And so yeah. he brought it to my attention and I've been trying to actively work on healing that since he brought it. And I am definitely better, but there's obviously still a block. There's more that I believe I can hold and create and maintain. And I want to create that person and become that energetic match because I just believe I can hold so much more money and have that freedom, you know, that comes with that freedom jar. So changing those frequencies around it, not cringing, right? Her just saying that, I'm like, yep. I used to think about money and still even a little bit, you know, sometimes there's certain things, like when I go to spend it, I cringe a little bit, you know? And I'm like, that's what I have to let go. Those type of things are what's pushing it more away from me. You can't be crunchy feeling around Mm -hmm. money, you know? You gotta flow, love it. Gratitude, every little celebrate it. Yeah, you have to enjoy it. So I'm excited. I love this. I love this exercise. I'm excited to hear how it goes once you guys do it. I'm glad you're doing with him. I think it'll be really good. I love like she talks about like she got up to making like forty thousand dollars. She would go take forty thousand dollars out of the bank and split into jars. She had to get the big jars, and I just think that's so cool. And then she was like, at this point, it's getting to like a safety concern. So then she stopped doing the jars. But I love that she like was so grateful for money for that long. And she says that that's the thing that like really changed things for her. And now she's, I mean, she had, she made a post that they made their first million dollars in her business on the 19th. It took her 19 days of this year to make a million dollars. And at the time when she started using these jars, they had nothing. And it's like, that's why. Not even a hundred dollars, she said, which I do want to say for anyone listening, if you're wanting to try this exercise, you can do it with less. Melanie said she started with literal coins. Like she did not have a yeah. hundred dollars that she could even go to the bank and take out to create, to put into all these jars that Brittany just showed. She had to take change. Think about that. And she was crying yeah. and tearful thinking of what she's created. Cause what did Brittany just say? She just earned a million dollars in 19 days. Think about the woman that held the jars with change and the woman that had to stop and think of something else because it was too much money and it's creating this. And so I believe in that. I believe in it for yeah. myself. I believe I can create that. And the fact that she's living proof is all I need. You literally did this. I believe you. And I believe I can create that in me too. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things so. I love watching about her because she makes me believe so much because literally, like, I think maybe seven years ago, something like that. She was living in her car. She was homeless. Mm -hmm. And her story is just so inspiring to me. She started like when she started coaching, she was still living in her car. And now she's created this amazing business. And I'm just like, it really gives me so much hope in myself and like believing that I can do it. Because if you can find gratitude in life, sitting in your car, having no food for days, 
you can find gratitude in your life no matter what. So she's very yeah. inspiring in that way. Yeah. I think what was impactful on this one, especially for me, was realizing she still was kind of at that 100%, even as she was like in her business and starting to create it and with her husband already, you know, and they were living mm-hmm. in the basement and nomads, right? I'm like, that's really powerful. That super resonates with me, you know, because she tapped in, they tapped in and they created this. This is a newer thing. This isn't something she created eons ago, right? This is something newer. That's not that long ago, right? Within what, 10 years, I think she's really done this whole, whole thing. But just to kind of picture her, because the way I was looking at the story before, it was just kind of like, she's homeless. And then kind of instant success like oh I got my first client and then wildfire right I didn't realize like oh I was creating and yeah I was getting the clients and things but I was still living at 102 Mm percent you know and like booking and then paying retro that was powerful I'm like man if she can turn that around in that moment yeah I can definitely create that at any time. I can do it now. I can do it later. Right. And that's just, I'm so in the mode this year. I'm determined to create, I'm determined to next year we sitting on this podcast and it's just something great that I really did do this year and not me being like, oh, Brittany. Yeah. Not another year. You know that I, mean? like, I don't want to be there. I don't. That's exactly. I was no. just going to say, how cool will it be if a year from now we can come on and talk about these jars and we can say, look how much these jars changed us this year. Look what we've yeah. been able to do. Like, that's what I yeah. want. So every time yeah. that I'm working hard, when I'm having those moments of frustration and stuff, I yeah. am just so excited. Like, that's yeah. what I want. That's the big goal and the point yes. of it. So yeah, I think that'll be really helpful. I don't want to going through a year and ending it feeling like, gosh, dang it. I wish I would have done what I said I was going to do. That yeah, sucks. Doesn't feel good. Yeah. No. I don't want to do that. I've done it. I'm over it. (laughs) I don't want to be saying to myself and I darn sure don't want to be saying to you like, you know, yeah, (laughs) really do the things. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when I know it's all up to me, when I know I have the power, not saying it's going to be easy. I've already said some of these right are a pain and things like that, but just keep going, just keep Mm -hmm. doing it and leaning into it just keep creating it it's bound to have that compound I really liked that popcorn visual she gave because that really helped me to sink in that compound effect of what I'm I don't doing. know if I remember the popcorn what, what did she say about it she's like you know how you microwave it and at first few seconds you oh. don't hear anything it's silent and it's like one pop silence pop you know and how it mm-hmm. picks up pop pop you know and then like that it's the compound effect she's like just add that heat don't stop don't give up just add heat to it you know i love that 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 didn't stick with me at all i don't even remember hearing that it's so interesting talking to you about these after because almost every single time you've talked about things that stuck out to you and i'm like oh i don't even remember that and like other things are hitting me and what's really cool about is that when i re-watch her programs I get mm. something completely different because I'm a different version Ooh, yeah. of myself listening to it. So I learned Ooh. something new. So that's what I think it's like that with us. Like we're living in different stages of our lives right now. So things stick out to you, not me. And I'm sure mm-hmm. the things that stick out mm-hmm. to me are not as much for you. And it's yeah. really cool. And that's why I love rewatching them. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten to a rewatch phase yet, but yeah. I will be there because it's something that I'm at that phase where I do constantly need it. It's that mm-hmm. gas. It's that heat for me. If I start to feel like I'm letting my foot off the pedal a little bit, you know, she gets me right back in there. Good Melanie yeah. videos. Like, I love booster her. shot. Yeah, it's great. And it really, and that's why, like, we talk about her a lot, you know, but it's because it really is changing who we are. And we want to talk about how we're changing from it. And it's just, it's really nice. I love her so much. I think that if we start, um, I still have to watch the last day of the one that we were doing. And I think you do too. I was waiting to finish yeah. my planning because it's like a celebration call. So I wanted to be done with everything. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that today. Um, okay. But then next week, once you're ready and caught up with everything, you've done the money jars, we should start the 
impact what the social media one. And then we could talk about social media and work through that because I have been struggling with it lately too. So I feel like rewatching it in the vibe that I'm currently in will be very helpful for me. So, and it it gives homework of like, okay, you have to make a post doing this. So then it forces you to do that. And you like, it makes you start posting and like figure out your vibe and stuff. And I think it'll be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So we can start that and do that and be able to talk about them. Thank you guys so much for watching with us. We we're going to talk about divorce this week, but we ended up going for three hours on this episode. And so we're going to post another one on Thursday to have a special episode about divorce. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. Next week, we're going to have our friend Monica and she is amazing. Her energy is unreal. You're going to freaking love her. But she is um, a business owner. She's been doing it for a long time. Recently, her business has changed. We'll let her talk about that. But she's starting to do couples retreats, and it's going to be really exciting. So we're going to have her next week. And, yeah, we'll have another special episode on Thursday. We appreciate you tuning in so much. We had a lot to go over. So we're actually going to go ahead, like I mentioned in the beginning, and most likely split this into two episodes. That's a definite now. So tune in for part two. It's going to post on Thursday at one o'clock central. Is that Mountain right? Standard Time. Mountain. One o'clock yeah. Mountain Standard for part two of our divorce topic. There's some really good stuff that we get yeah. into, like really, really, really good. healing and juicy and nice. So definitely catch the second part of this episode. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>